Make no mistake, the Biden campaign, all they have to sell is fear, hatred, and loathing. That's all they have. They have nothing else to offer. You have to want to be there for your, for your people. Put it right now. Yeah. This is a podcast going on. You know what I'm saying? John here doing my favorite thing on a Sunday afternoon. You're listening to the American Freedom and God podcast. Presented by JPF and Associates and the JohnPFox.com training portal and classroom where we share commentary, wisdom, and counsel. This is a weekly podcast show. Thank you for tuning in. Well, according to Sean Hannity, all Democrats want is power. We're going to listen in a little bit today on the report and uh, the hope message with Stephen Furtick. You know, this is the American Freedom and God podcast. I always like to include a hope message. And Stephen's going to be talking about the devil lies to you. And that, that's that's very much the truth. Dr. Eric Berg, we're going, to, we're going to see what he can tell us about what supplements to avoid and why. These synthetic vitamins to avoid. Today's title, guys, is Understanding the Difference in Our Leaders, and that's an important one, certainly, and so what I'll do is I'll dive deep into just exactly what is going on, the differences between our leaders. You know what I wanted to do today, guys? I want to point out the accomplishments of Biden, <laughs> Joe Biden, or the Biden administration, you should say, because I don't know. Uh, hi, Debbie. Debbie's back. Debbie's hey. back. She was off last week. Joe Biden is kind of uh, there, but he's more of a like a resident instead of a president, if you know what I mean. But we're going to talk about that resident's accomplishments a little bit today. Also, guys, what is MAGA? I'm trying to figure out why everybody is so pushed back by this acronym that's out there. Brought up a little bit of information on it, but it's yours truly going to be explaining to you the simplicity of the whole world surrounding the acronym MAGA. And also, like again, I have these other um, segments in each and every show. Can't wait to get to those because it's all about our health. It's all about our, our faith. And it's all about America, our country, our freedoms. It's very important that we maintain our freedoms. So who are these MAGA people? We should probably just start there. But, you know, usually I like to look at a couple headlines. Um, we are about the current issues in the United States in politics, finances, just things that are important. Oh, by the way, I have on my cue card here. I'm sitting around at in the evenings thinking about uh, the show that's coming up the next uh, day, and I have to write down a thing or two sometimes to keep it in, in mind. And what I came up with, oh, there's three bullet points here. Nothing they say on TV is true. Now, I, I've got to say, there's for every rule, there's an exception, and this one's no different. There are some voices on TV speaking truth, 
for the most part. But the majority of it, I'm talking all your alphabet media, MSNBCs and all the PMSNBCs that are out there, they are absolutely not speaking truth. The other bullet point, bullet point that I got here was nothing improved in the entire time the Democrats are in office. Nothing. Not one thing has improved. Now, if you're, say, um, with some of the advocacies that are going on with the Democrats and you're into that, like, you know, where it comes to certain key issues, what would, uh, one run on, say, abortion or rights or trans rights or women's rights and et cetera, et cetera, then you might think they've done something, but Nothing really improved since Dems been in office. I've noticed that. I've also noticed that the politics and world finances and economies are all interlaced. So you can't just talk Fed and, you know, Secretary of Treasury and world finances without it being political. We'd like to. We'd like to separate the two. But it's so, what do you call them? Tentacles? Tentacles. Yes. They're so interlaced with tentacles that you almost have to speak politics when you're speaking finances with the with world governments and world finances anymore in economics so getting right to it i want to just read one or two of our headlines today republicans are not happy with mike johnson They're even right back to square one thinking about he needs to be ousted mike johnson he's doing these deals these continuing resolutions these appropriations this spending of money we don't have and allowing the invasion to continue you know, the Speaker of the House has a lot of power here. If you shut down finance, the Speaker of the House has to, um, you know, they have to hold hearings of where money goes. And the Speaker of the House is the ultimate say when, when they hold the vote. He's the one ultimately to say what we can do for spending, what we can do for what's needed, you know, financially for the country. And so it, it's an important job. When it comes right down to it, if you do the exact same thing Kevin McCarthy did, they're going to be the exact same kind of angry. And that's what's happening with Speaker Mike Johnson right now. We've seen an image of him sitting with Chuck Schumer the other day, uh, approved $1.74 trillion again in spending for appropriations. And, you know, these appropriations don't necessarily appropriate. And I'm telling you that because I just know these, these monies, especially when it starts with a T, trillion, these monies go to a lot of places that it was not exactly expected to go. Some of it gets put in limbo, held on to for later because they have a different idea of what it's going to be spent on. Things like that. Meanwhile, we are being invaded at the border of the United States. So we need, um, we needed our speaker to say, look, I'm not funding anything until you close the borders. Biden White House closed those borders and we already had them closed. You opened them up. That's kind of like illegal, just like everything else they do. Anyways, he should have been saying we're not going to do this spending or continuing resolutions uh, or anything of the sort unless we close the borders first because that is the power and the leverage that the Speaker of the House has. It's not utilizing it. Mike, you haven't utilized your power. Let's do this. You got, you still got a chance to pull out of this one, but it still has to get voted on. So utilize your power. More Mayorkas impeachment. Another headline here on Getter. Hunter Biden, contempt charges, drafts, spending talks all continue on Wednesday. So that's uh, that's what's going on in politics right now at uh, the uh, legislative branch of the United States government, the Congress. Republicans accelerate probe into Biden's administration's actions to house migrants on federal lands. 
I don't know. I, I think that it, just because it's federal lands does not make it Joe Biden's land, right? Right. So is he allowed to set up little cities and towns of all his new incoming that he invited? <laughs> Technically. On these lands? <laughs> I'm just wondering. Yeah, good question. Of, this was a big question. <laughs> Guys, we need to get on to I'm going to talk about this MAGA thing. What is MAGA? You know, I can tell you right now, it stands for Make America Great Again. So there was an issue um, years ago where the, the fall of the uh, United States taking care of its own people and its own um, military first, its own corporations jobs, you know, how much unemployment they have, how much homelessness they have. It was all about, it was falling from grace. When Trump stepped up, he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make it great again. This used to be a great country. He was very happy to um, do his work in America, and it became to him a very great place. He simply rolled off the tongue one day, let's make America great again. And that is where the acronym comes from. It has nothing to do with memberships. It has nothing to do with these people that flock together and call themselves MAGAs and they're very dangerous. It has nothing to do with any of that, guys. You're going to find out who they really are. I could say it in a different kind of word, the patriots. True. Patriots. That's what, that's what make America great again is. You're going to find out that it's the farmer. It's the, it's the, the your son, your football player's son. Somewhere in um, North Carolina, your um, your daughter who's, who's who's going to the prom, it, it, the flyover country, Montana, all the way to Washington State, back down into Arizona. All these states have what we call patriots in them, and they are the people who do the barbecues and get together with family and ride horses and all the great things they do, and they love their country, and they simply are tired of leaders taking over in Washington, D.C., and destroying what it is they love, wanting to burn down their chicken farms, wanting to change whether or not they have their own oil, wanting to change whether or not they have jobs in that area, wanting to change. I understand the whole energy movement thing. Some some of the stuff needs to be renewable energy so we can maybe cut down on smog. While at the same time, it is the stuff that we've been doing for hundreds of years that is making everybody's capitalism thrive. If you just shut it down like a switch, everything fails and lots of wars break out. Okay, that was a lot to say, <laughs> but it was necessary. So what is MAGA again? They're the patriots. They're the absolute United States original patriots from the last, let me just say the last 50, 60 years, but it goes back a couple hundred years. Hard-working Americans, basically. It is basically just that, hard-working Americans. So what we did was we looked up what that means. Before I go into what, what um, Britannica is saying, which I'm not sure that Britannica isn't very, very, you know, one-sided or biased. Okay, I'm just not sure. But I'm going to read some of these uh, real quick, and then we'll, we'll look at what they're actually saying about MAGA and the MAGA movement. It's it's, it's na um, nativist political movement that emerged in the United States during the 2016 presidential campaign and its pituitive leader, Donald Trump. His name is derived from Trump's 2016 campaign slogan, Make America Great Again. Okay, and PolitiFact is saying things like, by President Joe Biden's definition, MAGA voters are Republicans who have an allegiance to the former President Trump believe the 2020 election was stolen and are more likely to view the Jan dot, 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 dot. Uh, Washington Post is saying things like, 
August 22, 2023, they wrote this. And it was, uh, Aaron Blake, staff writer. So, so far we didn't get into anything you're saying yet. Oh, a Trump supporter wears a mega hat with an image of a former vice president, Mike Pence, crossed out. Okay. So that's what they have to say about it. <laughs> it's not very much. It looks to me like they're just stomping feet and pounding table right there. Um, so we're going down just one more. Pontner.org has to say MAGA is Trump brand. From campaign slogan to red hats. Okay, so he's just saying that Trump has an e-commerce site <laughs> and he sells products. Okay, so that's what they think MAGA is. Now let's go to the page where Britannica actually put up a post. And I'm not so sure it's not one-sided, guys, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll clarify as we go. MAGA movement, Navitus political. We already read that part in the uh, paragraph on the results page. Donald Trump is named driven from the Trump's 2016 campaign slogan to make America great again, which became a rallying cry for many Trump supporters. Correction. The words make America great again. There's nobody rallying and crying just because of those words. They get together and rally so that they can campaign for a new presidential election. They get together and rally so that they can uplift one another and to hang on to this country. There's no cry. There's no walk behind him on his coattail and carry um, torches. That's not what this is. Although you can say those words on your website because we have free speech in this country. All right. And then the next paragraph. The MAGA movement, often referred to simply as MAGA, or Make America Great Again, what a genius, they figured that out, was founded on the belief that the United States was once a great country, but had lost its status owning to foreign influence. Guys, they're not trying to sway with uh, expression and emphasis, but it does come out of me that way. I mean, I have a big heart, you know, got Jesus in my heart. I look at things as for what it is. It's like when I see a man, I see a man. When I see a woman, I see a woman. It's kind of one of them things. But the belief that the United States was once a great country, so it's lost its status, you know, both within its borders, immigration, multiculturalism, and without globalization or the increased integration of multiple national economies. That's a lot of words right there. It's kind of like a salad. MAGA members think that this fall from grace can be reversed through America First policies that world that would provide a greater degree of economic protectionism. <laughs> Is that even a word? Protectionism? It's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's an ism to these people. Greatly reduce immigration and polit particularly from developing countries and encouraged or enforced what MAGA members consider to be traditional American values. Some MAGA supporters policies such as Trump's call in 2015 for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States would involve in radical and religious discrimination. Okay. They've already turned this into fascism. Right. And they have already turned it into discrimination. Mm -hmm. And they've already tried to say that everybody's a racist. And what we really ask them is, what does MAGA mean? Right. Make America great again. How did we end up calling them That's a not fascist racist. about That's Muslims fascist, right there? Right? Exactly. No, there was a reason he was uh, saying that in 2015. And if you guys just think about it for a second, we were having a problem with Muslims and terrorism. Okay. All he was saying is, from now on, people are going to have to get passports. They're going to have to become Americans. We're going to stop terrorism. We're going to stop the, the flying in at, you know, whatever it is that the other administration was allowing. He was seeing that it was a problem. There was nothing to, about discrimination there. I mean, you can say, you can make the argument that there was, but 
Trump loves all people. If you get to know the man, you'd find that out. That's true. But, you know, you've got to think back to the times. You know, when um, hmm. Barack was president, how many bombs did they bomb all over the Middle East? Syria. You know, so you had all these refugees going. Now we're very upset. You know, there you know, was a lot going on back yeah, then. I'm, I'm getting ready to point that out. We're going to talk about Biden's accomplishments, and you're going to see some of that. Um, but we need to finish this whole uh, what is MAGA thing. Okay, so the acronym has taken on... Uh, this little stereotype, okay? But it doesn't exist. What they are is they're the, the beautiful, loving patriots of the United States of America who decided that they like the idea of making this country great again because after all, the opposition always tries to destroy the American thing. Right. For one reason or another. That's the reason for MAGA. There's nothing else. There's no, there's no threat. You know what they're threatened by? They're threatened by the possibility that they're going to lose power. That's what we're going to be talking about in just a minute. But I need to tell, well, yeah, we can actually do that now. It's time. They're threatening about losing power. Um, I wanted to just cover a couple of things first. I made, I, I, it seems to me that I'm looking at my list here and I've got them in order a little differently than this. So I don't want to, I'm going to be sure not to jump around. In this opening monologue, I wanted to cover that MAGA stuff. And so I did bring, um, that information, the MAGA movement results page and what it is. And then I also brought what our, accomplishments uh, are between presidents so let's segue over to the first soundbite and we'll get back to this i just wanted to play this soundbite from hannity then we'll talk about all of biden's accomplishments and this week jill biden is actually sitting down for an upcoming interview on joe's behalf and now lately more often than not the first lady also has literally has to help her husband you know, very dazed and confused, uh, walk off a stage after a rare speaking event. We saw this on Friday after Biden's big, I hate Donald Trump, I'll repeat it for the next 11 months campaign kickoff near Valley Forge. Now, the Biden campaign was trying to use his historic location to draw comparisons to George Washington. Really? Instead, Biden resembled a bitter, angry, aging, well, confused and dazed politician desperately clinging to power. He, as per usual, demonized MAGA Republicans for the four millionth time, obsessed over January 6th for the fifth millionth time, and even bragged about throwing certain rioters in jail. Of course, he had nothing to but praise for the violent looters and rioters and arsonists, and in some cases, two dozen Americans died and thousands of cops were injured in the summer of 2020. Remember, those were peaceful riots that his own vice president tweeted out a bail fund link for for the perpetrators in the Minneapolis case after the police precinct there was burned to the ground. It was so nice of her. We didn't have a commission for the 574 riots in the summer of 2020. Why did we have a commission for that? We had a couple of dozen dead Americans. We had billions of property damage. Cops pelted with bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails, 2,000 plus cops injured. No investigative anything, nothing, no arrests. We have all the evidence. Why aren't we arresting those people? Now, sadly, today, more on the same vitriol in South Carolina, where Biden used the site of a horrific 2015 mass shooting to further vilify his political opponents. Now, make no mistake, the Biden campaign, all they have to sell is fear, hatred, and loathing. That's all they have. They have nothing else to offer. And that's kind of sad. 
But that, that sends me back to the MAGA side of things, make America great again. What does that have to offer? Well, it isn't going to be fear. It isn't going to be loathing. It isn't going to be hatred. It isn't going to be the lies to you. It's going to be completely opposite of that. So making America great again just means stopping all that and doing the right thing, getting back to energy independence and things like that. As a matter of fact, Joe Biden has accomplished an awful lot in his um, presidency since 2020. And I put together a little list of things that I picked up from that video we just saw. And I decided I'll just write it down since I can't play the whole video. But uh, let's just take a look. I, I got a piece of paper with a line drawn through the middle. On one side it says Trump. On the other side it says Biden. But let's start with Joe Biden's accomplishments. Okay, so number one, it's sky-high inflation. And I'm not, I'm not even going to say numbers. I'm just going to go through them, guys. Let's just do this. Soaring Fed interest rates. Disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal. Iran enriching uranium at fastest pace ever. Wait a minute. They weren't doing that before because they were lacking the billions right. that it takes to do that. Oh, interesting. I wonder where they got suddenly got billions. Imagine. Interesting. More terror attacks against U.S. troops. U.S. arms depleted. Reserves drained. Key, na key nautical trade routes under attack. More division, less unity among Americans. More threats from China. Guys, these are all very real accomplishments. I'm telling you, this is what he's accomplished. These are things that weren't in, in existence prior to the Biden administration. I left off on more threats from China. War in Europe. War in the Middle East. Importing oil from Venezuela and others. Venezuela now able to start threatening its neighbors. Yeah, they're making good money. Yeah. yeah so now they're just going to start beefing up that military, right? And going after its neighbors. It's things like that. Russia threatening to nuke the world. North Korea threatening to nuke. Higher taxes for everybody. Higher gas prices. Higher food costs. Higher energy costs. Higher rent and housing costs. How, how's that working out for you guys? That we now, it was 1200 a month to rent that little cracker box. Now they want 2500 Is that working out good for you? And your wage didn't change. Record homelessness. Oh, I, I wonder why we just talked about rent and housing costs. Uh, affordable housing market nationwide has been blown out of the water. There is no affordability anymore in the housing market. I think that if you're in real estate, you, you're, you're kind of, you know, you're squeezed over to one extreme or the other when it comes to doing business now. There's no, there's no middle ground. Record national debt. I mean, record national debt. Record fentanyl deaths, record illegal immigration, country undergoing an invasion, record American credit card debt. You know, nothing else really matters here, Debbie, except this one. The country is undergoing an invasion. True. So they're trying to replace the patriots with outsiders. Military-aged men. Outsiders. Yes. They don't really belong here in the first place. They belong from the place from which they were born. And then if you'd like to, you can apply for a passport and citizenship to another country. Right. But it's not where you belong originally, right? I wasn't born in Mexico. And it's not If I was, there. I'd feel that I belonged there. Kind of. One how of can you go to another country and expect the country to support you when you have no way of, you know, assimilating? <laughs> It was in. It was dangling a carrot and inviting this. Absolutely, that's exactly what's happening. We're going to pay for all of you. Come on, 
and and we're going to neglect, we're going to call terrorists of our own instead of taking care of them. So that's kind of what MAGA means too, guys. Make America great again and don't do these things. Country undergoing an invasion. Record American credit card debt. Supply chain disaster. Failed to prevent Russia invasion of Ukraine. Um, labeling parents as domestic terrorists. Uh, I think this list goes on and on. These are Joe Biden's accomplishments. But let me just say, from the common sense point of view, uh, these accomplishments are actually not Biden's, but the people that took over the United States White House. Yes. So whoever they are, that's what these are their accomplishments I just played for you. Oh, I mean read for you. <laughs> On the Trump side, there really wasn't much I could put. I mean, I could, but I have another page I'm going to look at real quick. More than 5 million jobs created. Jobless claims hit at an all-time low. More money in Americans' pockets. Iran far from Iranian rich enrichment. No terror attacks allowed to go on. None of these things listed on the Biden column happened while Trump was in office. So there's all you need to know. There's like 40 things in the Biden column. And on the left side where it says Trump, none of those things happened under his watch. Not one of them. Beautiful way to make a point. And I'm going to tell you this. When every time Barack Obama or Biden was in the White House... There were troops being bombed somewhere else in the world where they're stationed. Absolutely. And wars were happening, little scrimmages. When Trump was in office, that stopped when he annihilated the Iranian terrorist uh, Baghdadi, I think his name was. When that was it, when he annihilated ISIS, when he annihilated Baghdadi, he said, that's it. We're not going to stand for this. And it stopped. Okay. No more troops got bombed as long as Trump was in office. None of those things were happening. No wars were happening. Uh, Putin is not going to go into Ukraine. Um, Middle East was not fighting with each other. The capital of Israel, Jerusalem, is moved to Jerusalem. The embassy, the United States embassy, is moved to Jerusalem, where he made that the capital. Worked together with uh, Netanyahu and made that the capital of Israel. All those things that the other presidents said they were going to do, that never did it. They just said they were going to do it during campaigning. So you guys... We're not here to be these political mouthpieces that are trying to hammer away at the opposition. We are here to tell you exactly what is going on and what we know to be true. And that is what I was talking about when I said I had opened up a little bit more of the um, Trump administration's accomplishments. And I just want to take a look in there. It's fact sheet, presidential fact sheets here. Um, the, the bullet point list just goes on and on here, so I can only have time to read one or two, but initial weekly jobless claims hit an all-time 50-year low under President Trump. Uh, job openings outnumber the unemployment for the first time on record. Recently, more than two-thirds of Americans rated now as good time to find a quality job. Uh, President Trump's policies are helping to lift Americans out of poverty. African-American and Hispanic-Americans' poverty rates reach record lows, 21.2% uh, and 18.3% respectively in 2017. So those are record lows. Um, since the election, 4.6 million Americans have been lifted out of food stamps. So and I'm just going to jump down. There's like 50,000 of these. I'm going to go down to some of these lower ones so we can get through it. The President Trump Okay, is ensuring American workers receive the training and education they need to compete in today's economy. Signed an executive order establishing National Council of American Worker, 
185 companies and associations have signed our pledge to American workers. The women's unemployment rate recently reached its lowest rate in 65 years. The Small Business Administration led approximately $500 million more in capital to women-owned businesses in 2017 compared to 2016. That's just one year. 500 million more. President Trump has signed 16 Congressional Review Act resolutions into law, eliminating burdensome Obama-era rules and regulations. And I can stop right there on this list because that's basically saying it all right there. Eliminating burdensome rules that comes from other leaders that want to see America hand it over to somebody else. All we're trying to say is when we say make America great again is let's stop handing it over to someone else. We can make ourselves first, get this thing going right, then we can help all these other. You know, it's not so bad to send a few billion dollars here and there to save, to help, to, to build, to, uh, you know, uplift. It's not a bad thing. And, and no, President Trump was not actually against that. He was doing some of that, but we were just doing ours here at home first. We we're building energy. And that was important. You gotta be healthy at home first. You gotta be healthy at home going. first. Spreading around the world. And so what we learned is there are leaders who rose up, got into Congress. Uh, they went beyond that, got into the White House, and they don't want that. They want to hand it all over to somebody else. They want you to become part of this global machine global. and not be this shining object on the hill of the United States. That's what, that's what they were wanting to see. And it's like the 16-year plan I keep hearing about yeah. to destroy America. We are as close to that as ever before. When we go out, Debbie, and we bat the ball around at a tennis court and go bowling and go down to uh, the water, when we go do the things we do, a picnic out by the Everglades, whatever, we're just being regular Americans, right? We're, we're, yes. we're not trying to give it all to some other country. We're just trying to enjoy what we have here. Right. Uh, it's, it's really, all I'm trying to say is that's all the America thing, uh, MAGA thing, I should say, is. So, moving right along. Now, guys, I brought a soundbite today I wanted to share with you that I thought can be helpful and can help open up your insight a little bit. So, this is the segment on insight. and It is not meant to um, fact check or make uh, statements and then show you and back it up like I sometimes do on here. I just go find the facts and show it to you. Uh, in, instead, it is just to open up your insight a little bit. I'm going to play maybe a minute or two of this report from X22. And th there's something to this that you guys need to take notice. I have been beholding this report now for, uh, I don't know, a few months. And I'm starting to think that it's uh, this thing holds water. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, you know, you listen to other people talk. I recommended listening, guys, Steve Bannon's podcast. When you listen to Steve talk, you see that, that he's concerned. An admiral and uh, ex-naval military guy was an advisor in the White House for Trump. He's very concerned what's going on. He sees things that nobody else sees. You get a lot of insight from Steve Bannon, but it's down-to-earth stuff. You, yeah. don't, you don't have to look behind a curtain to see what he's talking about. But with this report, it's more insightful. You might want to think a little bit more open-minded. Let's just play it a little bit of it. Let's get into the economic collapse, political and geopolitical news. Now, the deep state, the corrupt politicians, big tech, fake news, the puppet masters, they are now doing exactly what Trump and the patriots want. Remember, this entire mission, the entire agenda of Trump is to get the deep state to expose it to the people 
and to bring them to justice. And the only way to do this is to set certain precedents. Now, he knew, and I do believe the military knew, and they knew that the people would accept it if the deep state did it to him first. So Trump decided, you know something, I'm going to hide my taxes. I'm not going to give it over, and I will make them fight for it. Now, will the public accept going after these people? Yes, there's a Supreme Court ruling, and you're allowed to get the family's taxes, the corporate taxes, and everything else. The same thing with everything else that's going on. They are now attacking Trump during an election. They're indicting him. Can Trump attack them? Absolutely. They're also trying to get rid of his presidential immunity. And I do believe this is going to set another precedent. And yes, it's going to completely open Pandora's box. Because if you're exposing the deep state system and you want to bring them to justice, you need certain things in place so you can use it against them where the fake news and other individuals, the corrupt, they can't say anything about it. And the people will be with you. Yes, look, they did it to him. He's allowed it to, he's allowed to do it to these individuals, especially if there is a ruling. And once there's a ruling, well, they're screwed. And I do believe this is exactly what Trump is trying to do. He's trying to set the direction. I do believe he is setting the direction and he's clearing the path to go after them. Remember, we are in the process right now of exposing the entire deep state system. It wasn't exposed for in, in uh, the four years that Trump was in the White House. He set everything up back then. Yes, we saw certain things. We saw that, hey, look, this is the fake news, and it got worse and worse as time went on. But during these last three and a half years with the resident in place, people have really woken up. They've really seen what was going on. And with all of this, Trump then can take it and then use it later on and actually bring these people to justice because everything that you're seeing now can be used against them later on. And remember, we're still in the process of waking people up. Yes, you're seeing the treasonous crimes that Bidens have committed. Yes, you're seeing the Epstein files that are coming out. Yes, you're seeing the fake news. Yes, you're seeing how COVID was a gigantic scam. You're seeing how the Green New Deal is a scam. You're seeing how the Great Reset is not going to benefit the people. That is their system. You're seeing that the elections... They were rigged. See, all of this is part of their system, and each part of their system is now being exposed, and it's all coming together. Sounds like a really bad storm is headed our way. And yes, it's going to get very, very bumpy as we go throughout 2024. Oh, scary. <laughs> a little bad, really bad storm is headed our way. Uh, but also, at the same time with this report, there is encouragement that I'm, I'm detecting out of what's being said. Well, encouragement. In order to fix something, you have to see that it's broken and absolutely look at it. You know what I mean? Because you have to realize it's You broken. have to realize it. Hmm. That's right. That's right. Um, you guys are listening to the X-22 report. In all fairness, his, uh, his uh, sponsor of the day was Field of Greens. So I'm going to throw that out there. Field of Greens, very good for you. Uh, I want to give them the credit as we play that sound bite. Um, today, I have a hope message for you from Stephen Furtick. And before we go there, I just wanted to say a few more words. Uh, guys, if you're wondering how to fix things in your pocketbook, 
inflation and all that stuff. Trump is your man. He knows exactly how to manage stuff. It's going to take a couple of years of him getting back before we can start to feel the effects of the, the positive policies. Now, I want you to realize all you're going to hear from Joe Biden and all his peeps between now and the election day, they're going to scream and holler how hateful and ruthless and Hitlerish Trump is. That's all they're going to say, guys. They're not going to talk about anything they've accomplished, which we just read a whole sheet on what they've accomplished. Right. Remember what they say. Fear, hatred, and what was the third one that they were good at? Fear, hatred. Hatred and, and uh, you know, pulling a wool over your eyes. Diversity. <laughs> Diversity. Right. Well, diversion. So they're, they're able to um, create this facade that they want you to believe that they're all about democracy. And that Trump is a threat to that. Guys, they always project what it is that they do. So they're projecting it on Trump. But they're the ones that want to destroy this. Uh, with the hope that being that one day the United States will be become a part of the global agenda. In other words, it's not really run by the White House anymore. It's not really one run by its Congress anymore. There are already nations that are like that. They're more reliant on other entities to get by each day and take care of their people than they are their own Congress. They're more reliant on that. You know, we, we are already doing business with them for oil because we shut down our ability to make our own. And why would you do that? This country is so full of the riches that God put here. Why would you shut it all down and say, no, I want to get it from Venezuela or somewhere? And then pay people that don't even like you. Make them rich while mm -hmm. we get poor. So the agenda is that they'd like to see this thing be a third world country and be a part of the globalist agenda. And it's not just words that I know how to say because I'm one of them. It's exactly what's happening. You're being told that Trump is all these horrible things. And I just pointed out to you all the accomplishments of Joe Biden, which are not accomplishments at all. At all. But it is an accomplishment if you're trying to destroy the U.S. So they've made all those accomplishments that I read off earlier pretty apparent when you see it in black and white, right? It's pretty apparent when you see it all in black and white. And I could have went on and on and I on. Know. That list doesn't end there. This this is the most devastating thing that I've ever seen since I've decided to pay attention to politics, which <laughs> I was uh, basically a graduate of the you know government, how it works, but I wasn't into politics. So I started getting into politics. And everything seemed fine for a while there, except that I noticed that there are people grandstanding behind a podium and saying stuff that simply just isn't true. I noticed that, and I was like, yeah, right, well, we already know that's not true. You can say that because it's free speech. Well, you don't know. you think most of us went through our lives listening to these politicians and would say, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I believe that. I believe right, that. Right. I'm going to vote for you. And then years later, none of that really manifested because it was always in red tape. Oh, we can't do this. We can't do that. Nothing ever came about. So the next time, here we go again. And we said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote. Yes. Right. And it never happened again. Right. Everything was always in this red tape, this battle between Democrat, Republican, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm finding out that's just all an act to get nothing done. The Democrat, Republican are basically a uniparty now? It seems to be, doesn't that's what, it? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I think that uh, there's a lot of truth to that. Even though they sit behind the, the seat with the, the name tag that says, uh, you know, Mr. Graham or whatever, 
uh, that a lot of these people are kind of uniparty, and they're in it for some other reason other than who they represent. Right. Matter of fact, if you cared about the people you represent, you'd be hammering down at the gavel every day about closing these borders. Exactly. If you care about who you represent. But we were so naive as people, we kept believing and believing mm. and believing. And you look at them, you, see, you know, you get this, um, you get familiar with their face, the way they talk, you, their charisma. And it sounded good. And, and one thing that I learned from uh, podcaster Dan Bongino, he used to also be on Fox News with the Bongino Unfiltered. One thing I learned from him, and he's so right about this, don't fall in love with a politician. Mm. Be it a Republican or whatever you are, do not fall in love with them because you can't. There's no telling where they're going to turn tomorrow based on what you were loving yesterday about them. That's right. And so Look for the results, right? Yes. If they have to secretly hold their their own because they stand to gain a, a payoff, right. then they're going to do that mm-hmm. one way or another because they need that payoff. Mm-hmm. They just You can't really be loud about that. You can't say that quiet power. Part well, out loud. We are waking so, up, aren't we? We, we are, are getting on to the game. We are waking up. So I just wanted to say that, guys, in conclusion of our opening monologue today and sound bites, that the MAGA people are not bad people. They're the people that you currently already love. You just don't realize it. Trump is not a bad Hitler. He's not a bad man. He is currently the one that's going to save this country. You just don't realize it. So all you have to do is know that the devil lies. The devil lies to you. The Make America Great Again is simply a couple of words, and well, four to be exact, and they are, the the first letter of each word makes it an acronym. The acronym ends up on a hat because we're campaigning. It's not on, there is no members of MAGA. We don't join and become a member like you do when you join a membership website, audible.com, where you're going to get uh, audiobooks. Uh, download audiobooks as a member. You don't get a username and a password and become a MAGA men- member. There's no such thing as a member of MAGA. It's just make America great again. We are campaigning for this president who wants to make America great again. And we are saying, yeah, those, that acronym, I want to put it on my shirt because that's the president I want. That's all it is. It's not a terrorist group, guys. Just so you know, you're going to be hearing this all year in 2024. That we're all terrorist groups that believe this way. No. What I believe is the way God wants me to believe. And it, you you can say that to that too. You can say, well, you know, I don't believe in God. Okay, so I understand it's free speech. And if I could just at least be allowed to talk about it and, and have you listening and subscribing to my podcast, I'm happy with that. Whether or not you believe is your own business. But I'd like to be able to tell you straight from the heart. And that's what leads me into the next soundbite with Stephen Furtick. You know, the devil is lying to us. And we have to figure that out. Because the devil wants you to think that he is Christ. He's going to show you powers. Especially what it's talking about in the book of Revelation. Where he's going to have the the antichrist and his sidekick you know the the the, the false prophets and they're going to they're going to display powers that you it's unbelievable you're going to go wow i didn't know a man could do that well you know back when moses was convincing pharaoh to let his people the israelites go they were slaves they were having babies born into slavery all of it there were generations of them and, and god had enough and moses went and turned his staff into a snake right in front of pharaoh and it was unbelievable. You, you couldn't imagine that a man can do that. It's magic. He said, oh, it's a cheap magic trip. And he said, I have 
magicians myself. And then he asked his magician to do the same trick and it did not work. Then Moses did it again and he was just astonished. Well, did you know the Antichrist is going to try to do some of that too? Talks about it in Revelation. He's going to do some magic in front of the people and the people are going to be awed by it and they're going to fall for it. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen in Revelation. It's the false prophet and the Antichrist and there's going to be a time where everyone is deceived. But what Stephen is talking about is this is a real thing. It's all in the Bible. The devil's real. They're all worshiping him all the time. Um, who's they? I'm not even going to go there. I just know it's happening. <laughs> and did you know that at those little worship, um, what are they, seances? What, what are they called? A little rituals. rituals. Did you know that at those rituals, what's happening, sometimes there is magic there too that comes from that devil? And he shows them magic, and they get awed by it. I it's, believe it's it. I believe what you're it's saying. It's true. It's demonic. A possibility. The demons are real. They exist right here in this earth, or everywhere. They don't. They they don't manifest where you can see them, but they can come up and literally pull your hair if they mm -hmm. wanted to. They exist, and so at these rituals, they get a little closer to these things. And they start to see that they're real, and then they become that much closer to it and further away from God, who created it all. Mm -hmm. So this is the lesson. We're going to listen to Steve. What he's talking about is the devil is here to lie to you. Kind of, I went into it kind of a little bit myself. Truth inside of you. It's an amazing thing, you know. The way that the devil gets us in these tight spaces. It makes us think that the best part of our life is over and there's nothing we can do and we might as well not even try. When we say the devil is a liar, of course we don't mean that he runs around with a plastic pitchfork telling you stuff that you know on the surface to be untrue. The way that he operates is by Deception, which means that the devil specializes in saying things that sound true. He's slick with it. He says it in such a way, watch this, that you don't even know it's him saying it. Because when the devil talks, it sounds like your voice, doesn't it? When the devil talks, it sounds the same way as when God talks because it's happening inside of you. God doesn't speak to me through out loud voices. Neither does the devil. Except sometimes when I'm watching the news and stuff, then I hear him all just like right out loud. Oh, God. But apart from that, it's the devil's job to keep you from even knowing. You know, I used to read this, this verse. I'm going to give you an example of this, okay? We take the Bible and we want a verse of the day and then we don't even read the whole verse of the day. We just want the half verse of the day and we start going through scripture like his salad bars and I don't like radishes. The problem with that is you'll hear a verse and think it's true and it is true, but it's not totally true because it said the truth will set you free. How many have heard that before? Just yeah, raise your hand. And it didn't just say the truth will set you free. I noticed some of you were with me when I was reading my passage. He said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free but you have to watch culture because the enemy will use language that is common in culture 
in order to get you to think you understand the concept that really you have become blind to the reality of. I told my kids the other day, stop saying that certain celebrities got canceled in my house. I don't like the word canceled because the fact of the matter is you use that term all the time interchangeably to mean people are saying something bad about them. I've had people say bad things about me, but I'm not canceled. I'm still called. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. All right. Amen to that. Stephen Furry so, is not canceled. Yes. <laughs> he's still calling by the Lord to do what he does. He's actually very good at what he's doing for you because he, he's young. You know, most of your pastors, your Christian pastors, they get on the stage like that. They're older and they're very polished at what they're doing. And, but you can sense like with David, Dr. David Jeremiah, it comes from the heart. So no matter how polished he gets at the word of God, he's still talking from the heart. And Stephen is young and he's articulating this stuff very well. He's very, all he's doing is, this is another man who understands what he read in that Holy Bible so well that he feels called. And he's, he's explained this before in front of the audience that sometimes I don't know why I'm even, I, I didn't, I didn't actually ask for this, but I'm doing it. <laughs> he's not sure why. That's a true calling. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. That's what it Good is. Good for him. Good for him. I, I agree. Good for him. Guys, we'd like to include a health segment in each one of these shows. It's usually towards the end of this conversation that we're having with uh, the current issues in American politics. Um, you know what? In order to be a good patriot, in order to understand the difference between um, a good uh, leader and not so good leader, today's title is Understanding the Difference Between Our Leaders. One way to do it is to stay healthy enough, to keep your head above water, you know, to go around and be strong. Number one, it's kind of like the country. You got to take care of yourself first, right? Got to take care of yourself first. And what we'd like to do is include a segment that can kind of reinforce your thoughts on that. Today, I thought it would be a great idea to talk about or let Dr. Eric Berg, D.C. talk about how to avoid these synthetic vitamins. Let's see what Eric Berg's talking about. But the other thing to know is that your own microbes in your gut make vitamins. Now, the actual form of a synthetic vitamin versus a natural vitamin is different. Now, I don't want to get into the complexities of synthetic vitamins, but when you have synthetic vitamins, some of that vitamin is in a different form. So when it goes to your body, like a lock and a key, it's not going to fit. So a good portion of that vitamin is going to be wasted. So the absorption rate or the bioavailability of a synthetic vitamin is, is lower. And this is why you see the synthetic vitamins in massive amounts, like 11,000% of your RDAs. And so a lot of that's going to be passing out through your urine unless it's fat soluble. And with synthetic vitamins, you don't have all the cofactors that normally come with a vitamin in nature. Vitamins in nature are complexes, and they have a lot of helper molecules. They don't come in this industrial, isolated, fractionated part. They come in this synergistic complexity of a lot of different parts, which includes, like they might have a trace mineral part of that vitamin. They'll have other vitamins that help the absorption. And one reason for this is because, let's just take antioxidants. When an antioxidant donates its electron to a free radical, which is basically something that has that's unpaired. In other words, it, it's missing an electron. So the antioxidant donates this electron to make this free radical stable. Well, now that antioxidant becomes a free radical because now it's missing an electron. So it has to borrow electron 
from a friend or neighbor antioxidant. So if you don't have a network of antioxidants, you can basically turn your antioxidants into free radicals. So this is why Mother Nature always comes in a, a group uh, of antioxidants and associated helper molecules. Now, the other really big problem with the synthetic vitamins is that they have residual traces of some of the solvents, uh, chemical compounds like chloroform, petroleum, acetate, glyphosate, which is an herbicide, and uh, even hexane, which is a solvent. But in nature, you're not going to find that at all. Now, the thing with vitamins is they come in both fat-soluble forms and water-soluble forms. So if you took a high amount of a water-soluble synthetic vitamin, the extra would be eliminated through your kidneys. But if it's a fat-soluble vitamin, it's not going to be eliminated very easily. It's going to get stuck in your fat cells. And this is why there's uh, some pretty major side effects when you take synthetic fat-soluble vitamins. So if a mother is taking synthetic vitamin A, there's a risk for that child of having a birth defect. There's some data on synthetic vitamin E and premature death. And then folic acid, which is different than the natural version folate, increasing your risk of getting cancer. Then you have uh, vitamin C. Okay, I'm talking about scorbic acid. There's a study that I'll put down below that shows that it decreases the muscle mitochondria biogenesis. So you're going to make less mitochondria. So you're going to have less training efficiency. But I will say that there's also some positive benefits of taking synthetic vitamin C in the form of ascorbate injected for cancer. Now, I'm not recommending this, but there's just some interesting data to show that uh, it can help kill cancer cells because it can turn into hydrogen peroxide in your blood and kill the cancer. Now, again, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just showing you that there is studies that show there's benefits of synthetic vitamins. Okay, well, that's interesting. We get it, get into your blood and actually form into some sort of hydrogen peroxide uh, internally and chemically, destroying um, cells that are trying to develop into cancer. That's an interesting study. But that's not what this whole video is about. Guys, you can go to avoid these synthetic vitamins over at, uh, he's on the YouTube. And uh, it's Dr. Eric Berg, DC. And watch the rest of this video. To get the list of the vitamins he does recommend, just go over there and do that. There's no time now. But I, I want to I, I want to point out some of the things he said. Over 92% of the vitamins that you can buy on the shelves are synthetic. And what he's trying to tell you is the synthetic, the process of creating these powders and, and pills and turning them into pills is causing it to have additives and other stuff in there that natural vitamin just doesn't have, causing electron electrons in your um, cells to be free radical um, and having to borrow from other cells in order to make it. He went into it pretty deep. You'll have to listen to the, to the video yourself to get more of that. But I am just pointing out that we do know if you walk into a pharmacy right now, and you go over to where the vitamin section is, 92% of those are synthetic. Now, why do we get vitamins that aren't synthetic? I mean, one of the biggest ways is food. But what we're finding out is you can't always get these important things like the iodines or, or the, you know, the trace minerals or 
um, some of the, even the omega threes. It's hard to find that in fruits. You've got to find a certain fruit from Asia or somewhere to get that. You, you can look for supplements that are from Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. It'll say that on the label. It's okay. derived from a Whole, whole Foods. Food. That's what we want. So there's that difference, guys. You, your, your Publix brand or your Kroger brand or your Farmer Jack brand right. <laughs> vitamin is probably synthetic. Probably. Especially the multivitamin. And so they have somehow ingeniously came up with a formula that makes it into a powder, then into a tablet or into a capsule. And they call that that particular vitamin. But you saw the list of synthetics that were in that vitamin. And that list, kind of, there we go, has birth defects, uh, premature death, folic acid risk of cancer, vitamin C, if it's synthetic, and training uh, efficiency. So, many, so he's got a list right here that you can look at on this video. So it's called to avoid these synthetic vitamins. And here's some of the reasons why. And all I can say is if you need vitamin C, I think you can get it in a lot of foods and a lot of vegetables too. Well, oranges. I mean, well, oranges is one. the obvious one. But you can also get vitamin C from an onion. You can get vitamin C from a cucumber. Broccoli. <laughs> Broccoli. <laughs> pistachios. You know, the, well, there's pistachios, maybe not so much. Pistachios is big in the antioxidants department, which is also very good for your heart. But I like to buy vitamins that I know have the best absorption. And I like to avoid the ones that I have taken. I, I admit, I've taken the synthetic vitamins for a long time. doesn't seem to have done any good. You know, now that I'm realizing it, this is why. Because it was synthetic. You know, when you when you go about your day, you're going to work, you're going to do what you do. Let's say you're staying home that day, but you are the one that mows the lawn. You know, uh, lucky you. But if you're out there doing it and you feel like a million bucks, something is going on right inside of, inside your blood. That's right. And so if we're taking vitamins and we're feeling like a million bucks, something's working. That's right. But pay attention to whether or not they're synthetic, guys, and just know that a, a huge amount, 92% of the vitamins on the shelves right now, are made from synthetics. And what we want is we want true whole foods vitamins. Today's health segment uh, for you. And there you go. Well, guys, it's been fun. We're going to do this again next week. We always like to include um, a little bit of plug for the American Freedom and God podcast. And that would be you can subscribe to this podcast at johnpfox.com. It's J-O-N-P-F-O-X dot com. It's a really simple little URL there. And then when you get there, it's right there uh, at the top of the page. Subscribe to the podcast, guys. I would love you to join in because every time when you subscribe, every time we do another episode, we're up to episode 114 right now. Every time when I get to 115, you're going to get an email saying 115 is out. Whenever you're ready to listen, it's going to email and let you know. Not a whole lot else to it. You know, you just subscribe, you get notifications. It's just the way it works. <laughs> but we'll do this again next week, guys. It's been a great time today. Until then, goodbye.
This has been the American Freedom and God Podcast. Join us every week for the latest episodes. Please subscribe, rate, and review the series. Visit us and comment on a blog post at johnpfox.com. Happy listening, and remember to always show you're awesome. Bye.